and welcome to the Family Child Care Experts Insights Podcast. I'm Patricia Dishler, and as you can see, my wonderful partner, Donna Fowler, has not been able to make it with us tonight, but we have a wonderful guest that I can't wait for you to all meet who's doing some amazing things with family child care. As you know, we like to bring you lots of information about what's happening across our nation, the good things that are supporting family child care, the unicorn of the early childhood education field. And we're going to dive right into that. Diane, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for your invite. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here and share our experiences with quality influential professionals, which is known as QUIP with your audience, and hopefully they take away a great experience. Oh, I'm excited to meet you. Um, I've heard great things about the work that you're doing in Philadelphia and uh, with the quality influential professionals, uh, so a group of family child care providers. So why don't you give us just a quick little background about just who your organization is and who you serve and... And what's going on right there? And then we'll dive into more detail. Okay, that sounds great. So Quality Influential was founded in 2004, formerly known as the Learning Circle. So we became independent, orchestrated family child care providers of about 65 of us. And we shared resources, trainings, assistance, providers, and maintaining a high-quality program throughout the regulations, professionalism, and update in early ECE. As we moved on, uh, we currently provide support for licensing for unregulated, unregulated, and um, group homes. So all of those entities we take part in, we service them and try to make them feel more comfortable in being that child care provider that offers uh, business practices, family engagement, and organizational structure. Oh, that sounds like such work going from that unregulated provider up into, you know, those that have got, gone through regulation and aspire to even higher heights. Um, Donna and I have always been a big fan of the entire spectrum of family child care. We've written lots about it before, uh, and the entire spectrum needs support and understanding, and I think that's great that you guys are there. Uh, about how many members do you have right now? About 80. Okay. And who's doing all this work? We have staff, we have board, we have volunteers. Oh, we have a board. We're all the great we people. We have a board. I am <laughs> Diane Gardner, the president. Um, and my board members are Adrian Briggs, Mignette Taylor, Cynthia M.B. Robinson, and Inees Gaines. So, all of those, and I should go back and just identify their roles. I am the president. Adrian is the vice president, Mignette is the tre treasurer, Cynthia is the secretary, and Anise is our event coordination, coordinator. And as we move on, I can tell you about some of the events that we have and that has been successful. Yes, I, I can see that you guys have a lot of different events that you're doing. Um, I will say the one I'd like to start talking about, not necessarily an event, but I see the information about triage that you're doing. That is the most that got, Great. That gets my attention because uh, uh, for those listeners that, have listened, that, that know Donna and I and our work well, 
you know, our work with the balance survey report has all been, uh, has been about identifying the three parts of what really make a successful family child care provider. It's business and educator, which lots of people provide support for. But the third one we like to shine the spotlight on that everyone seems to be forgetting is that personal well-being. Mm-hmm. And that's what really uh, caught my eye as I was looking and, and seeing some of the work that you guys are doing. So tell us a little bit about So triage. this is our newly launched project, and it is triage. And that stands for Teach, Restore, Influence, Advance, Gather, and Empower. And this was designed for providers um, in the Quality QIP project. Um, Working to improve conditions and well-being in Philadelphia home-based providers, workforce is an effort to essentially provide a type. And with that, um, just to give you a little bit about, um, and we were sponsored, I don't want to forget, our sponsors was William Penn Foundation. So we got a grant, and this was our proposal to triage parents, our providers, community efforts. All of this will be incorporated into our vision. And for, just to give you a little base of um, how we broke that down, if you're feeling burnt out and we're right here, you're teaching, we're restoring providers. If they are feeling like throwing in a towel because we've done a survey on it, we've had this marketing, we wanted to know not just our feelings, but what was there. If they felt burnt out, we would influence them. Looking and improving your business Helping to make advances, advance, that's the A in triage. The G in triage is if you're feeling isolated. We don't want family providers, neighbor relatives, anyone to feel isolated. We are here to gather you. And if you... Now, I see you have, I think, is it monthly meetings uh-huh. that, that people can attend? Monthly meetings. We just had one yesterday. Uh, let me finish it for last week. The E is for feeling overwhelmed, where you need help in lightening your your load. We are here as a load. You can call us. We can talk with you through, not even just saying, tell you what to do. You just need that listening ear. Mm -hmm. So we're here to be that listening ear. And yes, we just had our monthly meeting on yesterday, which was fabulous. Um, We had about 70, maybe like 50 people online. Uh, We had a consultant come in and give us some expertise mm-hmm. on our taxes and what look for and planning for 2024. And this is what we, we've been given an assignment. He will be back in January to see how we are making out with our assignments that we won't fall through the cracks because as educated business women, we want to be on top of our money and what we need to do. So he's a, and he's just one of many. We often have guest presenters from organizations and corporations to come in and um, educate us on what we may know, don't know, or need strengthening in. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know, it's just so important to build that sense of community with family child care providers, um, help them understand that they're not alone and all the challenges that they're facing, others have faced and some have found some solutions and they have people they can lean on and learn from. 
to help them get through that because we want to see them stay strong and stay in this business a long time. Uh, family child care is so good for families. It's so good for communities to stay strong. They need that family child care option. And so we need to do everything in our power to to make sure that, uh, like you said, they stay strong business women that they, and, and men, uh-huh. uh, that they, they, you know, become strong and, and, um, and high quality educators and professionals, but that they also, you know, take care of themselves and make sure that they feel a part of something. We definitely want them to take care of themselves. Definitely. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, So what are some of the events that you guys are hosting that bring these people together? Well, first of all, I want to solidify that sense of community. Um, I also, before we get into what we all do, um, we are in a strategic alliance with the Family Child Care um, Advisory Council, which is run by our first first um, corporation. Um, and we align together because we all have certain strategies, but then we also share this need for one another. And that's the power of um, being in alliance. So we have a gala where we take off all our work clothes and scrubs and whatever. We <laughs> play with paint and all and become an evening of elegancy. So this, this will be our third one coming up July the 20th, 2024. Um, this is our third one. As I mentioned before, Inese Ganey is our event coordinator and me and her partner. And if when we get the information, we will pass it along to you that you can share with your viewers. That we won't have a problem um, with that. And it's just a night to say we appreciate you and how elegant you are. Not always in the trenches. I think those nights are so important. Uh, way back when, when I was uh, president of the National Association for Family Child Care, during my presidency, we had started um, the accreditation night galas and the awards night where we got all dressed up in long gowns. Aww. And I always teased everybody because that's the one night out of the year that I will wear four or five inch heels and being 5'11 when I'm barefoot, <laughs> that that's quite a sight. <laughs> uh, but that was the one night where I was going to put on my big girl shoes and, and the pretty dress. And it was just always so heartwarming to see the beautiful women showing up and have that opportunity to say thank you to them, mm-hmm. to honor those that really went above and beyond and were there for each other or there for children and families, you know, were there as a professional. Uh, and I just, I think that's wonderful that the work that you do is including an event mm-hmm. like that that can really just shine on them and, and help them to feel appreciated because this, it, you know, in, in general, the early childhood education field is one of those places where we don't always get the appreciation that we deserve. And right. so kudos to your team for seeing the need. And we have an annual up. barbecue because we take the summer off, July and August. <laughs> so to start off oh. the new year, which is in September, we have an annual barbecue. We have uh, awesome. one of our providers who has one of the biggest yards that you can imagine. And she allows us to come <laughs> over and take over her space. And we average oh, about wow. anywhere to 40 people to come bring a mm-hmm. cover dish. They're excited to bring their cover dishes. We give them the updates. Nice what is on the block going on. So that <laughs> is, those are our two signature main events. Uh, is besides other 
things we do, but those two are the most fabulous to take you out of your element of, element of being with little kids. Now you have a chance right. to talk to adults and make plans. I love that, that you have one that's a real low-key kind of, you know, gathering, and then you have one that's, you know, that, that more formal event. So what a great balance to be able to offer to them. And with our Strategic Alliance organization, we have a family child care conference where we can share information, uh, vendors, so forth, like that, too. Um, show what you need to keep you afloat, to keep you in, in line, what's out here, what's the new awesome. regulation. When does the conference typically take place? April, I want to say. I hope I'm right. Okay. <laughs> it escapes me right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, most conferences are around April, April, April or fall. I, I've been doing keynotes at conferences for 20 years, yeah. and every spring and fall, yeah. my family knows I'm going to be gone every yeah. weekend. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So lots of professional development, another opportunity to connect with each other. Uh, so you're just you're hitting all three of those wheels in our balance survey. So love to hear the work that you're Thank doing. Thank you so much. It's, it's just incredible. It's rewarding. And the fact that you're collaborating with other organizations within Philadelphia, I think, is important as well. You know, we are a part of a larger early childhood education field, and we need to establish ourselves as that. And your organization, you know, is really representing those providers in that professional manner. Um, as part of all of the organizations in Philadelphia and in your state that uh, are there to support early childhood education. And even though we get way up and so gave us a lot of great the foundation, we don't <laughs> want to leave our homegrown. We cannot leave our homegrown, which is one of our leading champions to make sure we stay in alignment where we are. We got our 501c3. Um, they helped us with those uh, companies that can help us. Greg Nielsen. Right. So we right. always want to make sure we give them credit for being a part to taking us through the steps of what we need to do next. Yeah, Homegrown has done a lot for the field. They're, they're, they're finally making a connection between those who want to support family child care and, and organizations like yours that are, that are doing that great work and just need a little hand to, to make it even better. So that's really amazing and wonderful. Yeah, um, I, I did notice one little detail that I think would be really great for you to share that when, um, when I was looking around your website, your membership is free. Yes, it is. That's very unusual. <laughs> for a small association or organization. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that came to be. It just came to be. We didn't, <laughs> we, we are, we're not trying to, uh, should I say, make a profit off provider. Not at this point. Right. We want them to feel comfortable. So you obtain your funding through sources like Homegrown and other grants that you're getting, and then all the benefits are just there for the provider. And it's the education, but as we grow, we will soon put it in but we want to know that this is a safe space this is a place right. where you can learn and be educated this uh i i think that's a really incredible model and i think it's important to share with listeners you know we have a lot of people that come to to us to family child care experts that want support on association growth especially state 
family child care associations. And I think for a long time, I mean, I've been a part of state and national associations for family child care for over 20 years now. And associations have always tried to kind of trip by on, you know, what little bit they, they could gather from membership dues. And it was never enough to really do all the work that was necessary to do. And, and it didn't reach everyone because not every provider had the means to pay for exactly. membership. And that, that was something that was hard. I mean, I, I remember, you know, many conversations on both state and national level where we would talk about how, but we want all the providers in our state to be able to experience this and to be a part of it. And, and it was really difficult to reach them if they weren't members. And, there are places, there are organizations, um, Maryland uh, is a good example, where you automatically become a member uh, at no cost to your local association, and then the local associations are the ones that are members of the state association, uh, and the, all the providers go along with that. And uh, I, I'm starting to, you know, think that's a, that's a good model. It's something that we're looking at a little bit for some of the, the other states that we're um, that we're organizing. I think it, it's in some ways parallel to what we're seeing happening in just for the cost of child care. You know, for many years, all child care uh, businesses were trying to make ends meet and provide high quality based off of what parents could pay for, for care. And we've, we we're at that place where we recognize very openly now that just the fees from parents is not going to be enough. Correct, uh, that correct. The, the cost of quality care, the true cost of quality yeah. care is too high to put it on the backs of parents, especially young parents with children. You know, it's just not a time to be putting that big of a, a cost item on their lap. And so we're trying to find alternative ways to do that. And I think uh, the field as far as memberships and associations and organizations that support uh, the professionals in this field have kind of come to that place, too, where we can't put that on the backs of the people working so hard to make these good things happen in our field. We have to find a different way to support them and fund them. Uh, thankfully, wonderful organizations and foundations recognize the importance of that work, um, like the, the ones that you've received the grants from and the support through Homegrown. Um, so hopefully that, that will continue so that um, we, plan we really right see now, the providers get the support they deserve yes, to get. because they take, we want them to have the tools to do what they need for their business. And that, um, in our meeting, once you leave, you attend, you, everything we talked about, all the slides, everything, you are given that. Once yeah. you register, yeah. you are able. And I really appreciate that you're also inclusive of the, the unregulated family child care providers. I mean, if if we only include in our in our organizations that are providing support, if we only include those that can afford a high membership fee and are already regulated, well, they're already fairly successful if they can do that. And the ones that really need our support are the ones that maybe haven't organized enough to become regulated yet. Or maybe they have and they've started and they're regulated, but they still need that support and care uh, to really grow their business. And for you to be inclusive of everyone that needs that support and care and that sense of community 
uh, I think is is a game changer, really. And I can see it doing some really great things in Philadelphia. That's why we're going to triage them. We're going to triage every one of them that calls and asks for help. We won't leave them. Oh, that's awesome. I know I'm going to get to visit a family child care provider on Tuesday this week. I'm actually in Philadelphia oh, okay. uh, right now. Um, so I can't wait to, to see if she's uh, involved What's with her, her name? organization. And if not, I will be making sure that I let Tell her Tell me her know. name or their name. Uh, actually, I don't know oh. the name yet. I just I, they might be I already go along with, with us. The, <laughs> we have might be already with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm here working with the Philly pre-K oh, uh, okay. coaches. Okay. And so I, I'm here for the coaches. Okay. Uh, so I coach the coaches. Okay. We're gonna, I was we're gonna like, go visit a few of the people that they support. Okay. And, um, I'm Is they they all it. home based providers? Uh, we're gonna see. Uh, we see a mix okay. of. Uh, the home based as well as the okay. center based. So we're going to see. All right, just drop my name. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> we are not ashamed. Definitely. We are not ashamed. We have a good quorum we'll of people that come. Sharing that information. Oh, all right. So, what would you say would be the next uh, big thing coming up that people could look for and, and become a part of in your organization? Uh, Right. Have an event coming up or we, some training? Well, we just had a training, so um, we will be the part two will be in January. So we okay. just had it, um, and then we're working with um, our partners, the Family Child Care Advisory Council. So we are not sure the event should be coming up in December, but we're not sure. Um, we have another month to decide. Well, a few more weeks to decide what's going. But we are planning events where. Um, besides the bigger events, we can have little intimate things like bowling and whatever they have. We oh, had a um, <laughs> we had a survey put out, so when the survey comes back, we will have more ideas of things that people like to do, and then we can see if we can make accommodations at a location that will uh, service everyone. Awesome. Yeah, well, we're a big fan of surveys. Uh, that, that's pretty much our bread and butter is the survey providers so that people really listen to them. So it's really great that you take the time to, you know, survey your membership and really make sure you're meeting their needs along the way. Uh, it, can you share the website with everyone before we wrap up today? QIPPA.org. And if you want to call us, you can call us at 856-336-8770. Right. Well, thank you so much, Diane, for sharing all the exciting work. It is such a beautiful community that you've built. Uh, I, I think it's very inspirational. Uh, I really hope that a, a lot of our listeners that are thinking about, you know, how do we pull providers together? How do we uplift them? Uh, see the importance of building that sense of community like you have and can learn from that. So thank you for being my guest. I definitely want to see you back here when you've got those wonderful events happening so we can make sure everyone knows about them. Thank you again, Diane, for being my guest today. I really appreciate it. And thank you to all of our listeners and watchers. Again, you can find us on our YouTube channel for Family Child Care Experts. Uh, please visit our website, familychildcareexperts.com. 
and reach out to us. Let us know, you know, what's happening in your neck of the woods and what kind of great things are happening for family child care. And hopefully if we build a community here on our podcast of sharing lots of great ideas and our entire nation of family child care providers will feel the love and support that they deserve to have. So thank you all, and we look forward to having conversation again next time. All right. Good night.